Children of Zion Chats. My name is April and I'm your host. And today we have a very special guest and friend, Rachel Ding. Hi, April. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing so good this morning and I am blessed to be here with you this morning. It's so great to have you. Um, Rachel and I have been connected through I think several different ministries, but one in particular, and then we met just a few weeks ago in person and just had this crazy connection. I just felt the Lord just saying, um, just to invite her to do the podcast. So we're super excited today to hear your testimony and just chat a little bit about, um, Jesus and what he's doing and all of that. So, yeah, so let's get started. Yeah, girl, thank you so much for the opportunity. It was so amazing to meet you in person. I know we've connected, um, you know, through Facebook and I love seeing um, the stuff that you encourage people with. And so it was just a blessing to be able to meet you. And thank you again for inviting me to be on. Um, So a little bit about me and my testimony. Wow. Um, So I am 41 years old and I am a wife and a mama of three amazing boys. We have a blended family. Um, We have a 17-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 7-year-old. So we have a his, mine, and ours, um, I guess if you would call it that. But of course, I I love them all um, just as equally. And it's such a blessing to be able to have um, just this blended family, um, and see what the Lord's doing in each one of the the boys' lives. So it's all boys, which is crazy in my house all the time. Um, so, (laughs) so glad that this is during the day, because if not, you would hear boys yelling in the background and probably playing Nerf guns. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it is, it's lots of fun. Um, but so a little bit about me, I grew up, um, as a Christian, my parents were on fire, um, Holy Spirit filled um, men and women of God. And that's kind of how um, I started my life out. Um, we were in church, you know, Sundays, Wednesdays, Mondays, Fridays, Saturdays, you name it, every day of the week. We were um, involved with church, church family. We had a fa- church family. Um, we were in a small town in Northeast Kansas. And uh, so I, I encountered what it looked like to walk together as a church family at a very, very young age. Um, which was absolutely amazing. Um, unfortunately, um, there had been some stuff that had crept into it, and I um, was molested at a very young age um, through some of the children. And um, that really skewed my identity and how I saw love and friendship, um, how I saw boys and girls. And uh, so, and, and the crazy thing is I didn't even remember this until about five years ago. Um, and the Lord brought it to my remembrance and he's definitely healed my heart. And it's um, been just such a powerful testimony. That's a whole nother story. But um, so that kind of set the tone of what, um, you know, I, how I saw people and saw um, even God for so many years. Um, you know, the, the Lord is so good to redeem things. But, um, you know, I started you know, after, after I was molested, I started turning to food for, um, for my comfort. And I became a food addict at, at a very young age at six years old. Um, I was hiding, um, stuff and it wasn't just like your normal, like kid stuff. It was really, um, an addiction and, and that set, you know, kind of set things for, um, so many years. I became a drug addict and an alcoholic, um, by the time I was 14. 
And um, so I was engulfed in um, addiction and full-blown alcoholism for 17 years. Um, and uh, it was a rough road, really, really, really rough road. Um, I, you know, got involved with the wrong men, um, abusive relationships and that kind of thing. And um, it was, it really skewed my vision of what love looked like. Um, and um, the, especially the love of, of um, God, because I compared, you know, God to these men. Um, and and fortunately, um, he's brought me through a lot of healing uh, in the past couple of years to just really see him for who he is. So um, in August 2010, I was in the midst of, um, I was on probation um, and I had a three-year-old son um, that, um, I had a three-year-old son and uh, I was on the verge of losing him. Um, Child Protective Services had been called into my life, um, and the day that they came into my life, they told me that if you ever drink or use again, um, you we will we will eliminate your child from your life. And I didn't know how to deal with it. And that out, that night, I went out and I got drunk, um, and I, I, I like drove home with one eye open, saying, "God, if you know, if you get me home safe." Um, I'll never drink again. I'll never drink again. I'll never drink again. Um, and I got home. Um, I woke up in the morning and looked out in the driveway and my car was there. Um, some things transpired. A police officer ended up in my, at my house the next morning. Um, and it was just, I came to this place of like, I've got to make a decision. You know, um, I've grew up in a home that like my parents were Praise God for praying parents, right? Um, and, uh, whew. Yeah. Um, praise God for praying parents, you know? Yeah. And for teaching me truth at a young age, you know, the word says to train a child up in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it um, or return to it, whichever uh, version you're reading, you know? And um, I sat there that morning and just thought, something's got to change. I was on the verge. I could either run because I was on the verge of going to jail for not just a couple of days, but for a few months, um, I was on the verge of really losing my child. And, um, I just, I got down on my knees that day and I said, if you are real, like I have been taught you are, I need you to prove it to me. It was like, I, I, I just, I was in that moment. I didn't really know what I was saying. Um, but I was like, if, if, if you don't change something in my life today, I'm done. Like I'm done. There's no point, there's no point of, of staying here. I'm going to run off and I'm going to disappear. And my child's better with my parents. And, um, I was living with my parents at the time and they gave, my parents gave me an ultimatum. They said, either you go to church tonight or you pack your stuff and you be, you be gone by the time we get home. And, um, I decided to go to church that night and, um, I was in, uh, a huge Baptist based, um, sorry, my dog's barking in the background. I was in a huge, um, Baptist based church, um, that they never spoke about the Holy spirit. They never, like the gifts of the spirit were not, um, spoken of. Now I remember as a young child hearing about the Holy spirit, but unfortunately my parents had gotten into, you know, more of a Baptist based, um, church as we got older. And so it kind of got shut down. Um, and, uh, 
So I go to church and the pastor stands us all up and asks us to hold hands. And he starts speaking about, you know, I feel like there's people out there whose lives um, are falling apart and families are falling apart. And you've been asking for an encounter um, with the living God, something along those lines. And for me, I'd never seen um, that congregation ever hold hands. And that was huge for me because when I was little, that's how I grew up. We held hands to pray. We would gather around the church and we would hold hands. And I knew that that was God. Like I knew. And in that moment, as they were praying, I felt fire in my feet. And I felt Mm -hmm. something flow through me, up from my feet, through my body, and essentially just a, a purifying fire flow through me. I didn't know what was happening at the time and lift up. And I felt like I was, I, I felt like I wasn't standing on solid ground and I had to look oh. down because I felt like I had, I was levitating. And it was the first time that I had truly encountered the spirit of the living God, but I had no idea what happened. I just started weeping. I started crying. And like, I wept throughout the whole sermon. Um, and the sermon was about Hosea and how, Hosea, um, you know, about the, the prostitute and how he, you know, and so, um, that was the whole sermon and it just spoke to me. Like I knew, like I, as I was growing up, I would chase after God and then I would turn from God. I would chase after God and I would turn from God. I would chase after God and I would turn from God. And it was just the Lord saying, I see you. I know what you've been through and everything shifted in that moment. I woke up a drug addict and alcoholic snorting cocaine and, and drunk every day to being completely set on fire for God. I didn't know what the secret Mm -hmm. place was. I didn't know what the spirit of God was. I didn't know that God spoke to you. Bless my parents. They were amazing on fire for the Lord, but they had um, not really ever taught me about the spirit of God and um, never taught me about the Holy spirit. And man, I would, I was waking up two, three hours before I had to get ready for um, work and, and going outside and spending hours upon hours in my word and praying. And, and I had no idea what was going on, but man, I was telling everybody about it, you know? Um, and I think that just testifies to um, really and truly who God is. When, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are endued with power. We're endued with power and boldness. And that's what happened to me. And, um, I, I just got set on fire for the Lord. And, um, so that's kind of my testimony. I've had, I've had a little, I, you know, I don't know how much you want me to share, but, um, you know, I've had some bumps and, and, um, stuff along the road, but, um, you know, three and a half years ago, I really, um, I really, uh, just really surrendered, um, to a, to a life fully, um, dedicated to the Lord. And I've just seen amazing, amazing things happen in my life. Um, and in my family's lives and the lives of those around me, um, in the past, you know, three and a half years, but man, I, I could go on and on. So, um, you know, you kind of let me know where you want me to go from here. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. And I just want to say what a beautiful story of redemption. Yeah that is and our prayer for this podcast has been and still and is continues to be that people would experience Jesus in and through it not just another story that they would be drawn into experiential knowledge of him 
not just, um, not just, you know, head knowledge yeah. or someone else has said, but actually experiencing him. So I love that you said that that encounter is what flipped everything yeah. around yeah, and what, what changed everything. And then he started drawing you in yeah. to the secret place, which is, um, you know, a daily relationship with him, not just yeah. like the head knowledge of what we were talking about. Yeah. And just that, that drawing you into it to fall more deeply in love. Like, you know, I've never experienced a love like this. I've never experienced a love like this. And the closer you draw into him, the more you come to know him and the love he has for you. And, and that overwhelming love, can't, you can't help but just hunger and thirst for him. You know, there's, there's this place of, um, I can't get enough. You know, I can't, I can't get enough. And, and that's been my cry um, for so many years now is Lord, let me never get enough of you. I always want more of you. I never want to, I never want to think that I have arrived or I, I know you enough or I, um, that there's not more of you. Never let me get complacent because it's through relationship with him is where we come to find our resting place. And that's just really what he's been teaching me in this season is just coming to find um, the resting place of, of um, the Almighty, being surrounded by his wings. And I was reading um, Ruth this morning and she talks about, you know, she's laying at the feet of Boaz and, and um, she asks him to wrap her in his wings in that garment of um, that garment of just pure love, wrapping, being wrapped up in that and just laying and, and knowing how to rest with the Almighty and knowing that in that place there is redemption. You know, she speaks specifically of redemption, um, talking to Boaz. And, um, you know, the Lord brings such redemption to our lives. And, and in, a ma- in a matter of a day, like everything can change. One encounter, one experience, everything can change. And I have learned that in my walk with him is that um, we go from that glory to glory to glory to glory. And we don't have to live in this place of two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back is, um, you know, I, I encounter so many people that live in this place of like, yeah, but yeah, but, and no, we don't have to, we can sit at the feet of Jesus and we can rest in him knowing that everything that happens in our lives, he, and when we surrender to him, everything that happens, um, he is right there with us every step of the way, leading and guiding us into what he shall have for us. Oh, girl. So, so beautiful. And, you know, I was just thinking about, um, you know, when we do have those things that come up in our life that, um, are challenging because let's face it, we, we all deal with those things that it, it comes in each of our lives. I believe it is still, um, an opportunity to lean into his presence and to hear his voice and to encounter him instead of running from it. I feel like that is really for somebody instead of running from it, um, run towards him because, shame, condemnation, those things are not from him, that they're not from him. And they try to separate you from him. There's something on that. I really feel that. And, um, to actually, you know, run towards him and then 
you know, the problems might not necessarily just go away in the blink of an eye. Sometimes they do. Um, Sometimes it, you know, comes in waves or whatever it might be. But at the same time, you kind of hover above it because he just, he's so good. He's that good. I don't know how he does it or understand it, but it's really amazing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Um, And that makes me think of, um, I can't remember exactly. I was, I just, um, was trying to look it up the verse about where, um, we have to like really war for peace where we have to, um, wrestle Mm. for peace. And, um, that was my summer that, that you're talking about is like moving towards him, you know, in summer there was, I'm telling you, I had to war, I had to wrestle, I had to work to come into his peace. I mean, I would go into the secret place and I would, it was a wrestling. It was a place of like, uh, you know, I, I could sit in the secret place for an hour before I got five minutes of peace because of all the things, the shame, the guilt, the condemnation that was trying to come against me. But man, those five minutes of peace, those five minutes of peace. And then I knew it was like, I, he, it was this place of um, knowing that he is faithful. He is faithful. As long as I, as long as I move towards him, as long as I continuously move towards him, his peace is right there waiting for me. But sometimes we have to work through all of the ex- all of the things that are going on in our lives. We got to get our eyes off the storm and get our eyes on Him, because the the storm is what wants to take us away. And and learning how to rest in the midst of the storm. And man, it was just this rest training this summer. Like of no matter what, I'm going to move towards the Prince of Peace. No matter what, because I know His peace is there. That is- That is so, so good. And I feel like, you know, it's been an interesting year for so, Mm -hmm. so many. And maybe what you just said um, kind of speaks to so many throughout this year of just going through so much and really having to fight for that peace and fight to stay to stay in the Lord's presence. And, um, you know, like you said, too, the holy addiction, once you do, once you get into a mode of like re reshifting your mind. Okay. This, this thing is trying to come at me. So do I let my mind mm-hmm. wander into all the possibilities yeah. and the, you know, whatever it might be or, okay, God, do I shift it towards you and say, Jesus, I worship yeah. you. Come Holy spirit. Yeah. Come Holy spirit. Have your way. Jesus. I need your peace, yeah. you know, and then boom, there he is. And so I think it's just like a retraining yeah. of our mind to shift it back towards yeah. him. And I love like in, in good things, shift it yeah. to him and bad things. Amen. Shift it to Amen. Him. The, yeah. The verse, um, the Isaiah 26, three, that, um, it, you will keep, you will stay, you will like, you will keep in perfect peace when your mind is steadfast upon him. Because you trust in him, you know, that, that, um, I, I just pulled it up. It says you will keep in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in God. And when we trust him and we keep our minds set upon him, we will stay in that perfect peace. It's only when our gaze is taken off of him is when we begin to struggle. And, you know, I've been thinking about that, uh, 
I, I've actually been thinking about that very thing this morning is just this, um, you know, how do we, how do we keep our gaze upon him? And it's really just, just sitting at the feet. And, and what does that look like to sit at the feet? Well, Jesus, what do you, what do you want of me today? What, what should I, um, like, should I sit in silence? Should I get in your word? Should I listen the worship? What should I do? I want to be in perfect peace while I sit with you. And it looks different for everybody. Everybody wants this 12 step, you know, agenda to getting into perfect peace with God. But man, it's really just letting his spirit lead you. And it's not going to look the same. And people want, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I, man, just, just sit with him and he will lead you and guide you, you know? And yeah, 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 the Holy Spirit will guide you because, um, you know, I, I, you might do the same. I I feel like there's some days I get up and, you know, it's like you have this unction to just pray in in the Holy Spirit, pray in the spirit. Um, and then other days it's like you said, listening to soaking worship music or other days it will be like, okay, I've got things to do around the house. So I'll put headphones in. And like God meets me yeah. there doing things around yeah. the house, even not that that should be like, you know, this is the complete sustaining of yeah. your relationship, but he, he's there all the yeah. time. That is so comforting yeah. to me that he's all there. He's always available. Yeah. And, um, you just, it's just that, you know, little shift into recognizing he's yeah. there and worshiping him and he just yeah. comes. He shows Man, up. I'll tell you, I've had some of the best encounters while doing dishes and folding laundry. You know, I, I mean, like, <laughs> seriously, I remember one time I was folding laundry. I was folding, fold my, this is so funny, but I was folding my husband's underwear and I said, Lord, just bless these underwear. And I hit the ground laughing and crying in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when we stay in perfect peace with him, he can encounter us in everything. I fell, fell at my face in the middle of the kitchen doing dishes the other day, you know, just learning that whatever we are doing, we do it unto the Lord and he will meet us right there. Rachel, this is so crazy because, um, the Lord meets me a lot while I'm doing mm-hmm. dishes and I fell in my kitchen this week. <laughs> come <laughs> on, floor. come on. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So it just goes to show it's like so- he truly is in when we allow him to be, you know, we have to allow him and not get so religious that we're like, Oh, I have to do dishes now. So I have to shut off my relationship with God so I can focus on doing dishes or cooking dinner or, you know, like for me, I'm a real estate agent, you know, sitting on my computer, I can keep my mind focused on him. And man, I hear just, I hear him, I experience him and his glory will rest when I'm at peace with him, no matter what I'm doing. That is so, so, so good. Um, well, I think our, awesome. our time might yes, be wrapping yes. just a bit, but, um, I want to thank you thank again you. so, so much for sharing your testimony. I believe it's going to bless thank so you, many girl. people and, um, I pray that everyone that uh, listens in will just really experience the yeah. peace and the love of the Father. And that um, if if you're dealing with anything at all, shame, guilt, condemnation, that um, you will be drawn to experience Jesus and not run yeah. in the other direction. Because 
um, those things are not from him. And we just pray and break off those things in Jesus name that um, each listener will encounter the love of the father through this message. So Rachel, would you mind to um, say a prayer for our listener? And then if you have anything else you'd like to say to wrap up, just, you know, have free reign, whatever you want to say. Thank you. Yeah. So dear heavenly father, God, we just come to you and we just lift you up. God, we worship you. We just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. God, I surrender my mouth to you. God, I thank you for what you are doing um, for each and every individual um, that is listening in on this podcast. God, I thank you for April, for her surrendered heart, God. And God, we just, um, we say, Holy Spirit, come and encounter your people. Come and encounter your people with the fire of your eyes and the love of your heart, God. Let it rest upon them today, God. God, I just thank you for them encountering the pure love, the pure love of you, Jesus. And God, we just um, thank you. We thank you for our nation, God. We thank you for what you're doing in our nation, God. And um, we just surrender our wills to your will, God. And just thank you um, for your blessed peace, your blessed peace in Jesus name. Amen. So yes, just thank you. That's all I have to say is thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, girl. And I just bless everybody that's out there. Um, One thing that was kept stirring in my spirit is um, for those of you that have experienced um, abuse in your life, the Lord is bringing redemption. There is such a it's such a time right now for him to be bring redemption and 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 revive the purity, the purity of how you see love. Amen. That is so so good. Thank you again you so much, so Rachel. And we we thank you all for listening, and we hope that you've experienced God's love, joy, and rest in this message. Until next time. Bye bye.